When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But one in the Southland on a live imagery Tuesday on Shia Cap. You're not you're not recording what we're saying here, are you, Cap? You're not a rat, are you? Ratone. Hold on, I got it. Hold on, let me turn my thing back on. Yeah, here. Turn on. it on. Go ahead. All right, time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the ninety minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. So Disneyland has released a slate of new foods, drinks, and merchandise coming to Disney California Adventure oh, Food boy. and Wine Festival. Do that again. Oh boy. <laughs> So the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival begins March 1st, and it goes through April 22nd, Mm -hmm. and it's going to feature new offerings like the S'mores Caramel Tart, which sounds delicious, uh, the Shrimp Papas Locas, and a couple other really cool things uh, that's going to be at one of the 10 festival booths scattered throughout the theme park. You could check out all of their offerings on the Disneyland website. Say s'mores one more time. S'mores. S'mores. Well, you, you said s'mores. Yeah, yeah. I said it. I over-exaggerated the other side. S'mores. S'mores. Is there a sh in it? It's sh- 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 it's not, s'mores. But Lindsay s'mores. says s'mores. It's s'mores. Like she says s'mores. s'mores. Like oh, some Like s'mores. samosas. You're putting, yeah. a, you're putting a little in Sm- between like a there. S'mores. No, no, it's no, not it's, s'mores. It's s'mores. 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 Not schma. I didn't say schma. I know, but you said sama. Yeah. S'mores. It's not sama. It's not s'mores. You sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the State Farm commercial, like a good neighbor. Some mores are there. Some mores. Yeah. Do the voice if Abner Gad answers the phone. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> you kind of sound like George's Giannis impression. <laughs> Eddie. We need Abner Eddie. to come in here and just do that drop. Abner Gat's the man. Let me he tell is. you something right now. Cappy loves the Eddie. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> love Wait, you love the Eddie? He loved when Giannis Eddie. said Eddie. Eddie. Remember? Eddie. I'm talking to you, Eddie. Yeah, remember? Eddie. There's no such thing as losing. Right. There's no such thing as, as failure. As failure, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know that, Eddie. By the way, still to come, I'm going to tell you what your birthday gift is. Oh! It's a very nice gift. But first... That'll be what you need to know later. That's also brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So, Cappy, you were were going to ask us a question. All right. So, listen. Go ahead. Thank you. (laughs) What is everybody so angry about when it comes to the NBA All-Star? It used to be awesome. Yeah, but the NBA used to be a little bit more awesome. It used to be... Okay, so let's have this discussion. Let's do it. Okay, it's healthy. Since I'm a 90s boy, I rang around the house singing I want to be like Mike. Let's have this discussion. The NBA on NBC theme. John Tesh. No, no, I want to start with this. Let's deep dive Why is everybody so angry? And here's why I ask it like this way. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, ask me. After the NFC and AFC Championship game... And before the Super Bowl... They play that Pro Bowl game thing. And how much of it did you watch? Not one second. Okay. And and how angry was America about the fact that it's no longer the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, that there's no longer a football game... Right, but I always think most people thought the Pro Bowl was kind of a joke. Um, okay, but it was still a football game, and here was the thing. Right, but it, but was it didn't happen really in the middle a, of the season. Right, but That's here, part of it, but, in my opinion. But here was That's the thing. also a big part of it. Yes, but, it's the end. But here's the thing about the old school Pro Bowl. There was a winner and a loser, and the guys who won made a lot more money than the guys who lost. Yeah. And the guys actually tried because, no, I'm serious, they did. I'm not saying that they gave you uh, what, you know, Super Bowl caliber effort. I mean, they gave you more than what you're getting now in that flag football game or whatever they were doing before all, even this. All I'm trying to tell you is, is that guys cared because they wanted the money. But they needed the money, like meaning their salaries weren't what they are now. Right. right. So, so guys, which is why the football thing also went by the wayside. So the football, the, the old school Pro Bowl was if the winners got a hundred thousand and the losers got thirty five thousand, guys actually wanted to make that the money difference, because right. they wanted to bring their families, they wanted to have the trip paid yeah. for, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you that it was millions of dollars and they played their hearts out. That's right. not what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. And the rules were even different. You right. weren't able to blitz. Right. You know. You. I get you, that. Okay. So my what question, was the question again? Why are people so angry? <laughs> because the All-Star game in the NBA, Major League Baseball in the NBA had the best All-Star games. It was like un- undoubtedly because back in the 80s and 90s and even the early 2000s, okay, it felt as close to a real game as you could get to, okay? The baseball one to me is, yeah. was always the one that was Growing the Growing up, I used to, to love it. I couldn't wait. Yeah. Still feel the same way? No. No, and basketball was like a a slight step down from baseball in that sense. 
But I had we had this argument today, no joke, for nine minutes on television around the horn, which is unprecedented. We don't do anything for nine minutes on that show. And it was basically people like upset. And my response is more like practical about it. Like, hey, guys, these guys, Chris nailed it. They're not those guys in the 80s and 90s because they're making 50 times what those guys were making. And there is no incentive to try hard. It, there is. But what is the, it? The monetary in incentive has to be greater than what it is but currently. what is it? It needs to just be what, like, the in-season tournament or maybe a little more than that is. Are you saying that the money, that in other words, it, that the Lakers, to me, gave a lot of effort There's to proof win of the in-season tournament. We saw it. Because $500,000 was real money. Correct. So, and by the way, it wasn't just the games in Vegas. Remember, leading up to that, yes. the games in December in the NBA... Those season in-season tournament games on Tuesdays and Fridays, you were getting really competitive games in December. I can tell you as someone who's been around the NBA for a long time now, 20 plus years, I don't remember. It had to have been a decade since I saw competitive December games sans Christmas, okay? And we got that this year, and the incentive was the $500,000 per player. Okay. So what I'm saying is for the All-Star game, mm -hmm. dude, there is a million sponsors, okay, for everything. And now you're talking about the top of the top guys, right? You want them to compete like they're built. They're not built like those guys because of the money and just in, life is different, okay? Well, how much is, a, is there a Give difference? Give them a million apiece. Okay, but is there a difference right now? Between the winning team there and is. the losing team. 125. Okay, so the winners of, of the get All-Star Game get 100 and the losers get 25. So you do a million and you do $100,000. Do it like a stark contrast. See, now if you do that to me, this is just my... A lot of people don't agree with me. I think that the money... Matters. Is, does matter. We have proof of concept. I know, but some people proof think... Proof of concept, Cappy. I understand proof of concept, POC. Um, a lot of people think that it's not enough money, that, that the only reason that the Lakers went all out for the in-season tournament was not necessarily for the money, but it was for the prestige of having the very first one ever. And I would say to that, well, well, what was the Indiana Pacers? Where, to me, that's a younger team with guys who are not major superstars, and those guys were like, hey, that's 500 grand. I want that money. Yeah, I would say even the Lakers. Remember, what was the first thing LeBron said? He said, the guys were asking me, when do we get the money? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... The money matters, okay, especially when you talk about competition-aholics. Okay, I agree, but here's what I'm still I mean, trying to can't get be at. half a rock. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. And by the way, for the All-Star, you could easily do a million. Of course, but here's my thing. Why is there... This is what and I here's believe. what I would do. Actually, you want to you want to really incentivize it Go and ahead. make it uh, Go ahead. feel good, too? Yeah. Because I know what people are going to say. Oh, the millionaires need another million? How about this? They get 500, the other 500 to the charity of their choice. They don't care about them. But I'm saying it, it looks benevolent as well there. It looks what? Benevolent. Benevolent? Yes. Benevolent. Just go. Benevolent. Charitable, Cappy. They okay. look charitable. Benevolent. Yeah. Anyway, look. This, Wait, this isn't it benevolent? Benevolent, sorry. That's why I was confused. I okay. thought you were talking about like some flavor at an ice cream store yes, or something. Go. Benevolent. Oh, Sedano finally made a mistake. Yeah, Let's thank move God. On. It's about time. This is what you've been waiting for. My God. come back. Really? Go. Look. The anger yes. about this All-Star game cracks me up. Why? Why does that crack you up? Because to me, okay? You I mean, Stephen A. is right about the LeBron dunk thing, though. Okay, well, of course he's right about that. He he, he ripped the chain. All right, we'll, we'll play that, that sound, because that's important to play, yeah. to, to really set it all up. He's got to heal that. He's got to get healed before Thursday. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Dude, listen, the anger that people have for the All-Star game cracks me up, because you just said you've been in the NBA 20 years. Not me. I've been in the NBA for any years. I'm an outsider looking in. And to me, here's what I see. I see a floor that is L LCD, whatever, LED. but that too. Yeah. Okay. It's benevolent. Then, then benevolent. <laughs> yes, that too. Okay. I see a floor that's really super cool to look at. I see all the biggest stars on the floor. I see somebody scoring 200 plus points. And I go, yeah, it's a glorified practice. You put these guys on the floor. They're By the way, they played on the floor court. on Saturday. That was not Sunday. Well, my point yeah. is, my, I told you I didn't watch any of it, right. just like I didn't watch any of the Pro Bowl. Like I watched very little of the All-Star game. These All-Star games don't do anything. And yet, yet, interestingly enough, the ratings, the television ratings, would tell you that more people watch this game than ever before. So I don't really understand why there's so much anger about a, a glorified... Because a lot of us grew up... Watching Jordan and Kobe I understand. battle, and though it's okay to say 
that these guys are not those guys. And let's move on. Stop complaining. It's over. Enjoy what we got. Or don't. Don't watch. Or cancel it. Or, or why or, cancel or, it? Or just stop playing it. If, if it's so bad, if it's such an embarrassment, if it looks but so who bad went, for the NBA. who watching who's complaining went into Sunday going, man, this is going to be a competitive right. defensive battle. Yeah. Can't when wait. do you see that right. during a lot of regular season NBA as it is? Gee, I yeah. wonder if the, if anybody's going to get to 100 points because these guys are going to really lock them down. No. I mean, it was, it was nothing other than you got the biggest stars in the game and they put them on display. Nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to put in great effort. Nobody wants to play any defense. So why is everybody so freaking angry about it? Because they want it to be like the old days. And it's not. It's gone. Right. John Tesh ain't playing the NBA on it. They ain't playing round ball rock anymore. Yeah. I mean, it just Sucker. makes me laugh. And, and listen, if I were the NBA, I'd love all this anger. Because you know what it tells me? People, People care. care. That's right. People actually care. People care. So, uh, look, I just think it's that. Like, I, I think that it, we have... Proof in the pudding, dude. Like, if you pay, if you give these guys the financial incentive, they will ball out. They will. So I, I and I know people are like aghast at that conversation, and it's like, you know, to me that's just you've already seen it happen. You literally made something up out of the ground, okay, and got guys to buy in because of the money, and then look. The competitive juices definitely kick in, especially once you're in Vegas. Like you're here, like we might as well win the damn thing, right? But during those games on Tuesdays and Fridays, it was actual really fun basketball to watch. All I'm telling you guys, I mean, remember is this. that Phoenix game they played here? Yeah, it was great. It was game. awesome. It was like a playoff atmosphere. Right. Listen, if I'm the NBA, the reason I do this whole All Star thing, yeah. is not really ultimately for a competitive game on Sunday night. You do it for your sponsors, I'm, most. of course. You're yeah. doing it for your sponsors, for your TV your partners. partners. Yeah. You're putting yeah. on this tech convention yeah. that's happening. Right. You're bringing people in from all over the world. It yeah. has nothing to do. With the actual game on well, Sunday night. So the other point I made was the event has gotten so big that guys are stretched thin. And not only by their teams and the league, their agents have them doing stuff while they're to your point. It's a convention. So you've got, I don't know, I'm just literally making this up, right? You've got Jason Tatum hosting this event this afternoon for three hours and he's got to be there because his agent set it up with his particular clients or whatever, blah, 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 his endorsements. And then he's got to run off and he's got to do an NBA event, right? Because they're doing some charitable thing and he's got to run across town to do that. And then he's got to run here. He's got a dinner with another client, right? Like one of his other, Nike wants to have dinner with him. These guys, by the time they get to the game, they're like, their head is spinning. Right, like, who the hell wants to play hard? Who wants to play a tough basketball game? And I get it. That's part wham. Wham for the the billionaire. What I'm just saying is, to your point, mentally, you're just fried by the time you get to I, Sunday. I just got to laugh, though. Like, you know, again, Chris, your point is well made that, that if you grew up watching Kobe give everything he's got in an All-Star game, fair enough. If you grew up and you watched Michael Jordan and winning the All-Star game meant something to Michael Jordan, I get the, the I understand. But to the anger that the national media has about what is nothing other than a glorified practice, you know, I hear this phrase, these guys play harder at UCLA over the summer than they do in the All-Star game. These guys play harder in Vegas at the Summer League than they do in the All-Star game. Yeah, because there's no incentive to win. Well, None. They're, they're also all friends with each other now, and it's not like it used it's a to great be back point. then. It, it, so that's a great point. Yeah, why can't you make a great point? These Captain? guys, I said that earlier. These guys, you, I was going to just say that it's also because they're they're all friends with each other. <laughs> that too. These guys. So Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, these guys did not grow up in the AAU ball era. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. But LeBron and that era did. You know what I mean? Like everything after LeBron. They grew up in the f friends. LeBron played with Kendrick Perkins, our guy, when they were like children in AAU. Like they've known each other since they were kids. Are I saw we serious right now. Yes, Perk. I saw Tyrese Halliburton um, was on the Pat McAfee show. I happened to be flipping around. I, I turn on ESPN. I see Tyrese Halliburton sitting there because they're both in Indy, right? Like uh, McAfee lives there, and he says, "Yo, let me ask you a question." People always complain, like the old guys always complain that you guys don't hate each other enough. And he's like, is it that you guys kind of grew up knowing each other and, and you guys just like, like, you know who's going to be an NBA player from a very young age just based on your games? He's like, yeah, for sure. That's basically what it is. He goes, doesn't mean we're not competitive when we're on the floor playing against each other. But yeah, you've known. He's like, I've known a lot of the guys who were in the NBA who I'm with the, in the NBA with now since I was a little kid. So that also plays a huge role in it. Yeah. Very similar to golf. All these golfers now are friends. There's never going to be another Tiger who wants to come in and beat Annihilate everybody. Annihilate everyone. And by the way, they're all making so much money. So even if you're finishing 10th, 
twice a year and all your endorsements, you're making $50, $60 million. Now, yes, you would say somebody should have the incentive to make Tiger-like money or to be Tiger. That doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Well, I think the whole point about these NBA players is is that these are all max contract type players. So when you're making forty or fifty million dollars a year, and you're going to the All Star game, and you are being whisked around town, and you do have other responsibilities, and it is sort of a convention, and then in the end they say to you on Sunday night, "Hey, lace up your shoes and give us everything you got." And by the way, the winner gets a hundred grand. A hundred grand. Like I'm carrying that in my pocket right now. A hundred grand. Exactly. There's no financial incentive for those guys to right. play hard. So for everybody, like when you come into my office and yeah. you go, "Hey, man, these events, you know, I'm not getting enough. It's not really worth my time." It's the same principle. And I go, "Listen, you got to get out there." But you go, "Hey, Cappy needs another need a taste. I need, I, I need mean, a little listen, bit more taste. I, I need a million dollars at least. A little something yeah. to wet the beak. Right. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Is it the same? Dollars. It right. is the same. Right. Because a hundred grand for me. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Chump change. Uh, so there's more I'd like to get into. So I went to St. Elmo's. Oh, uh, beautiful! On Saturday, yeah. oh, and, and you got you got to hear this story. Okay, can't wait to you're, hear. This you're going to love it. But you know what else I found? Tell me. Other than great uh, shrimp cocktail oh, in, in Indianapolis, cocktail sauce, tequila mandala. Get out of here in Indianapolis! I swear on my mama. You got photographic evidence? Kirk Cartosian before I left. Text me. He's like, "Are you going to the All Star game?" One of the owners, of course. I said, "Yeah." He's like. We're in Indiana. I said, get out of here. He's like, we're in Indiana. So I went and I found the spot oh. that's got tequila mandala. Award-winning artisanal small batch premium sippy tequila. Founded by a couple of guys just like you. One from Jalisco, Mexico. The other one born and raised in SoCal. Down in Downey with a vision to create a sipping tequila meant for sharing with friends and loved ones. You've heard us talk about it, clearly. You've seen us post about it, clearly. And you've posted about it as well. You've seen those beautiful hand-painted round ceramic bottles, the blanco, the reposado, the añejo, the extra añejo. But have you tried the nectar of the gods inside yet? Have you tried tequila mandala yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Try one of those particular options, the blanco, the reposado, the añejo, or the extra añejo, and elevate your tequila game today. Make sure tequila mandala is with you at your next occasion, the happy birthday party for Cappy, right? Today's Charles Barkley's birthday. The we carne send, asada. I'm going to send him some uh, some tequila mandala. Uh, the carne asada, the anniversary, you name it. Celebrate with tequila mandala today. Follow their journey on their social channels at tequila mandala. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website tequilamandala.com to find a store or restaurant nearest you. Tequila mandala. Demand the extraordinary. 521 on a live imaging Tuesday. Sedano and Cappy. Like Sedano eating those big shrimp cocktails over the weekend. Yeah. Samos. You just barely got it. Barely got barely it. Barely got Bare- it. I'm fired up. Let yeah, me tell you, you something. If you've, and most of you, I'm sure, have never been to Indianapolis. But if you do go to Indianapolis, find yourself either at St. Elmo's, which is the restaurant, the supper club, right? It's open like from four to like late. And then there's the, the sister restaurant is open for lunch and dinner called Harry and Izzy. So you can get this either one. They're like next door to each other. The shrimp cocktail. I know you say, ah, shrimp cocktail. Oh. Come on. Well, you're also saying shrimp cocktail in Indianapolis. What's different there than here? It's the sauce. Oh. Oh, it's the sauce. It's not the shrimp. The shrimp is good. The it's shrimp good. are big, beautiful. Yeah, big ones. Yeah, it's big jumbo shrimp. You want the big one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got those big, nicely chilled. Yes. Yeah. They got the big one. Yeah. But the sauce, You can, if you get the full-blown sauce. Yeah. DeAndre, one more time. Bring it up. Here, one more time. Nice. I hope people are watching on YouTube. I love this song so much because of the shrimp cocktails. Oh, really? This was about a hospital, right? Yeah, it was. St. Elmo's? Yeah. I think so. Um, So, but the sauce has like, it's like hot and it's Mm. also got horseradish. Oh, Oh, I like that. It's beautiful. Let's get that tonight. If you have- That's in Indianapolis. I know, but let's get it here. If you have too much cocktail sauce on Uh the shrimp, it literally feels like your face is burning, like St. Elmo's fire. Does the sweat start coming down the back of your neck? No, it's not even sweat. It's just like your sinuses are cleared. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. opened up. Oh my God. Like whistling Dixie. It is insane. So, but (laughs) I will tell you, so we were having dinner. So let me tell you to the dinner, right? So it's Saturday night. Saturday night. I'm doing the the hottest restaurant in town. The most famous restaurant in town. I'm doing the game with Mark Kessler and PJ Carlissima. All right. And for anyone that knows anything about the NBA and it's afterlife with coaches, particularly PJ Carlissimo is legendary. He's the man. Okay. He knows every restaurant tour in every major NBA city and they'll keep the restaurant open late for him because he's like 
old school like OG. But right? it's amazing because he's not like the most famous coach of all time. But he's one of the he's most not, charismatic right, guys you'll ever meet. He's not Phil Jackson with right. all of his rings. No, you know he's not Pop. You know he's he's but yet. He is so well-known and, and so well-liked, and every restaurant, everywhere you go... And by the way, I, the, I know. The, the players. Yeah. Right? We're walking through the tunnel before the game. LeBron, all these guys stop. Hey, coach, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Because he's been part of the NBA fabric for so long, mm-hmm. right? So we get to St. Elmo's. Game ends. I mean, the Saturday stuff ends like 11.30. So we get over there about midnight, right? And we get there, and we get to the restaurant. And he's like, oh, I'm going to introduce you to one of my friends. And this woman's there with her kids. And I said, oh, okay. And it was Summer Sanders. Oh, Summer Sanders, the Olympian? Olympian. Uh Uh-huh. So the reason Summer Sanders was in Indianapolis was because NBA Inside Stuff, the show, Mm -hmm. got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're going to be inducted this summer, but the announcement came at the All-Star Game. That was the best. So it was, remember, the original incarnation was Ahmad Rashad and Willow Bay, um, who was famous on NBC for many years doing sports and news, I believe, for a little while. And she is now the, the, she runs the journalism department at USC, and she's married to our chairman of Disney, Bob Iger. Who is married to Bob Iger? Willow Bay. Are you not paying attention? I was, but I was looking something up at the same time. So, and then when Willow left the show, Summer Sanders became the host with uh, Ahmad after the Olympics. I really like Summer Sanders, too. Didn't she wind up leaving um, the show eventually and like making a return to the Olympics? Didn't she have like a late run? I don't run? remember. What? I don't, I don't she remember. She hosted um, a game show on Nickelodeon yeah. that I tried to be on. So I think she made like a late comeback in her career and like got back in the pool. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't ask. But oh. anyway, so Summer was there with her kids. By the way, I don't know uh, the son, um, her son, His he's like apparently going to be like an Olympic skier. Oh, like really? He's like really, really, like the stuff he was telling me about, the, he goes to like a specific ski school. It's insane. Where's this at? Uh, in uh, Vermont. Got it. He goes to school in Vermont. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be an Olympic probably uh, athlete as well. Okay. So anyway, so she's there. We're all there. A bunch of the ESPN people are there. We're hanging out. And P- PJ kept this place open. We were like in like this bottom floor, almost like a basement that there was like only just like big, big tables, Right. So we're there, and we go that we're there till like two thirty in the morning. And PJ's holding court the whole holding time. Holding court, right? Paid for dinner. Thank mm-hmm. you, PJ. How God much? bless him. How much? Do they I don't know. It was Take probably. A guess. I mean, I'm trying to think how many people. were How there. many people? Probably like a dozen. Okay, twelve people. Everybody drinking. E- almost everybody. Yes. Ordering bottles of wine. Are we ordering? There were bottles cocktails? of wine. Okay, twelve people. And there was cocktails too. Twelve people, cocktails, wine. How many bottles of wine? Take a guess. Probably four. Four bottles of wine. Right. And then everyone had at least a round of cocktails first. Oh, beautiful. Okay, keep going. Tons of food. Okay. All right, I'm going to estimate Bunch of shrimp cocktail. I'm going to say 220 per person times 12. We're talking like five grand. I don't know. It was probably a couple grand. I had to guess. Don't count the man's money. I'm not counting his money. I'm counting how much it costs. It was probably a couple grand. All right. um, If I had to guess. Okay. But it was um, like insane. So, But you would have loved it because it was like old timey stories, broadcast stories, summer telling stories about the Olympics or time with inside stuff, PJ telling, everybody holding court. It was a a time to be had at the All-Star Game. Now- I'll ask you this question because I've been lucky enough to have been in one of these kinds of situations where PJ is holding court like this. I kept my mouth shut. Right. I listened rather than doing any Yeah, but talking. they respect Sedano. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. Okay, I'm going to 
pause well, dramatically. Well, just saying, if we're, if we're talking about what's the difference between you at one of these dinners, well, or Shidano. I mean, my dinner is not with Summer Sanders, but I can see in this in this picture, I can see Mike Holmgren over here, PJ over here, Kevin Harlan over here, right. I'm over here, uh, Rich Gannon is over here. Like, I can see this whole thing playing out. Uh, Kurt Warner, I, I think I take Gannon out. And so I just was like, this is the most amazing thing. Like, I'm just going to sit here and keep right. my mouth shut and well, listen. Well, I mean, I was being asked questions. So, oh, like, I mean, what? What kind of questions? I don't know. I don't remember how the are you? two and a half hours oh, okay. beyond that. But oh, like, beyond we were telling, I mean, PJ's telling stories and he'd be like, Georgie, you remember you were there, blah, 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 blah. And then we'd talk about it. And yeah, it was just like, you Who know. had the more interesting dinner between the two of you? Oh, I would say Sedano wins. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think that uh, Mike Holmgren and uh, Kurt Warner and Kevin Harlan and Howie Denneroff and me, I don't know that that's the winner. I mean, I think Summer Sanders and who else was there? You uh, said uh, oh, Willow just, Bay? No, Willow Bay was not there. Oh, Willow Bay wasn't there? No. Where was Willow? Probably here in L.A. Okay, well, you mentioned she was with Bob Iger. I thought Bob, well, Bob I, Iger was I there. I said she was the original host oh, with Ahmad. What about Ahmad? Was Ahmad, Ahmad there? Ahmad was not, but I saw Ahmad and I were on the same flight back. Oh, really? Yeah. You still wearing the earring? Yeah. <laughs> he is, huh? Yeah. You dude, Ahmad is 74, dude. Looks I think. right. He looks fantastic. Well, he's got that Jordan payroll still probably coming in. Man, he looks fantastic. Okay. But it was cool that they um, that they got it. They inducted the show into the Hall of Fame, which I thought was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you would have loved it, Cappy. It would have been your it. scene. I would have loved it. I was lucky enough one time to be in Seattle for a game. And, and he lives up there. And PJ invited yeah. everybody over to his house for dinner. Yeah. And that was a great night. Yeah, also. he lives up there. Yeah. Did you talk at that one? Um, A little bit. I uh, talked a little bit at that one. We talked about how PJ was preparing the salmon that evening so oh, yes yeah. I, I talked a little bit about doesn't that. eat vegetables he's like al michaels your buddy <laughs> yeah uncle big al yeah no vegetables for mm-hmm. pj mm-hmm. just pasta, that sounds awesome meats man. you know i'm telling you i was following your whole weekend on on instagram couldn't yeah. watch the all-star game though nah you know what he got I, a sense for what it was like when my with my instagram you know what let me ask you something did you watch the all-star game i watched a little bit how much i'd say 30 minutes okay and when well, what point i the saw game? the dame uh, half court shot okay so, whatever that you was. You see that on Instagram? You see no. that on Twitter? You actually saw that on, on linear television? It, it was kind of background, I will admit. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the first Sunday without football, yeah. the, Sunday night din- the Sunday dinner is pasta, because I don't do pasta during football season, because it doesn't really fit. So, I was enjoying myself, drinking a little wine, and maybe I nodded off a little bit, got back up, had a little nosh, and then saw the Dame thing. I, I will be honest about this. Right. So, I was in Mexico, okay? Mexico. See? And um, I turned on the television in the hotel room, and there was the you know one of those placards by the bed that tells you what, what channel, channels right? What? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna take a look at the All Star game, even though Rachel is like gonna be like, what are you doing? And I was gonna be like, well, I was just I was gonna just you know see like what's going on, just catch up a little bit. And so I I turn on the TV, I get to NBC, picture's beautiful. CBS, picture's beautiful. Yeah. Fox, picture's beautiful. I get to ABC, it says, you did not pay for this channel. I'm like, wait a second, yeah, hold The on. game's not on ABC. Well, what, what was it on? It's on TNT. Okay, well then, I, I should have known that. Yeah. I should have looked at you the TNT. Should have. I, but, but, you should have. Because I had your... You are... <laughs> I admit it. You're an idiot. I, listen, I admit it. I didn't know where the game was on. I assumed it was on ABC. How's that possible? Why because would it be on ABC? It's it. been on TNT for 20 years. Because I wasn't paying attention to it. Years, so, yeah. so, and I, I actually, they had the NBA channel. And the NBA channel had all kinds of uh, NBA festivities going on. Right, it showed you like, stuff that happened earlier. Why didn't I? Yeah. Why? why can't, oh, I guess that explains why I couldn't find it. Yeah, on it was ABC. TNT. Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't look for TNT. Yeah. Hmm. Don't I feel dumb? <laughs> you would have watched it anyway. Yeah. No, probably not. If I would have known it was on TNT, I might have watched for like ten. If seconds. you put it on for a second, Rachel would have thrown the remote. She'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, I just want this little George is on social. Yeah. He's there. I just wanted to see what's going on." Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to you want to ask me about any of the celebrities? Bill Murray, Fat Joe, Spike Lee, no? Nah. Anything? I saw your pictures of Spike Lee. Yeah. I, I did get a message from you though that you Puka on Saturday. Oh my god. Puka's dunks. He was good were amazing. on Friday. He was good. Like I was Him and re- Micah Parsons were the best two players out there. I was really impressed with Puka's yeah. dunks. They did like two million people on or no, something no. like that on that celebrity game. They did. But did you truly walk up to Shaquille O'Neal I did. and tell I, him I, that I, I am I'll tell you after Radio Tinder. All right. After Radio Tinder. I'll tell I'll, I'll I'll tell you my Shaq story on Saturday. Okay. All right, so we'll do that. Radio Tinder is up next. But first, Linz, tell him about how you were celebrating. Well, you can celebrate the big and small wins with a glass of Stella Rosa wines. I know tomorrow that I'm going to have a low-key night in, probably watch a documentary like I usually do, and treat myself to some Stella Rosa red that I just got. This wine is semi-sweet, semi-sparkling, and super refreshing, especially when it's served chilled or it's great over ice. Pick up a bottle of your favorite flavors like Stella Rosa Black, Berry, or the Stella Rosso. 
available at your local retailer. Stella Rosa brings the laughs, smiles, and memories at every occasion, so treat yourself to a glass of Stella Rosa wines for those game-winning moments. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I got you, Jack. 535 at the Southland. A live imaging Tuesday on Sonato and Cap. Radio Tinder Time, we like to play a TV theme. Of course, this is the Godfather theme, because today is Miles Teller's 37th birthday. And if you watched the television show, The Offer, on Paramount+, Plus, the story of how The Godfather was made, Miles Teller not only is beautiful, he played a great role. I haven't seen it. You can so, follow her. Go ahead. I've never seen The Godfather, but I saw that show. See? Wasn't it was it's good. amazing it was that really you've never show. seen The Godfather, but you've watched the well, show. She's a gutless bum. Well, I feel like now I don't need to watch The Godfather because I watched the show about the show. You watched the show about the making of one of the greatest movies yeah, ever made. and it was good. But you wouldn't watch the movie. I'm lying to you. I've never seen The Godfather. Don't lie. You know what? That's okay. Producer D's 20 years younger than you. Almost, kind of. I don't know how the No, he's not. I don't know. 15. How about 15? How old are you, DeAndre? I'm 25. Oh, so more like 10. Yeah. Anyway, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. It's a whole generation. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, visitor. Thanks, visitor. How do they do the voice again in The, the Godfather? I always say, like, Chris is the Godfather. You never, what is it? Something you're not going to refuse, right? What is make it? him an offer. Make, make him an offer you can't refuse. Why do you insult me on the day of my daughter's wedding? Why are you not my friend? Now you need me. Now you need the Godfather to help you. I will grant you this one favor. But one day I'll come to you for a favor, Cappy. Yeah, because I'm going to take care of this. I like that. I, I think you should I, see the Godfather. I, I, I should. I'm it's take just care long. Of just be ready. Yeah, that's what I was told. It's long and there's a lot of talking. I'm like, going to take care of this favor for you, Cappy. No more Rachel. She will not be a problem for you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of great movies, yeah. in the sense of like, obviously the situation that happened was awful, but... Um, like the actual movie, like itself, the acting on Oppenheimer. I saw it on my flight back. It, yeah. Oh, I watched it like last week too. It was really good. It was in. First of all, they did a fantastic job of depicting like what what was transpiring. I guess in that time, and mm. I'm sure some of it is loosely, um, you know, nonfictional, and some of it is is is. I, look, there's obvious stuff that you can't like. Watch, right? Like there's stuff that actually happened. But I'm sure there's some loose translations on some of this stuff. But just the acting was insane. I spent the entire three hours like on my edge of my seat like, whoa, wow, whoa, whoa. Now, Chrissy, I just want you to know that over this last few days when Rachel and I were together down in Mexico, there's been a lot of progress made about the future of our relationship. You and me? No, me and her. Can I be the one of the uh, bro- groomsmen? I was going to say bridesmaid, but I can do that too if you, you want. You want to be a bridesmaid? <laughs> I'll dress up. Maybe a bridesmaid would right. be better for you. One day I will come to you, Cappy. A lot of progress made on the future of this relationship. Well, so you're going to you get go. married? I didn't say that. All right. Well, then tell us later or now. What's I don't your know. problem? I'm just saying. Like, Radio <laughs> Tinder's music's been playing oh. for three minutes. All right, let's go. Oh, let's play some. It's only an award-winning segment brought to you by our great sponsors at Tequila Mandela. Producer Emily is very confident that she's going to take down Producer Lindsay at Mandy's 3. Okay. What, what, what is her? What is and Travis what gave? Is there, what is Travis segment? gave this great speech today about how she is the best producer and she should win. I was like, oh, we're starting early well, for Travis award season. Is, Travis has also never worked with me as a producer, so I don't think that he really. You know, I feel like you have to work with everyone to be qualified to make that. Just statement. saying. Just well, I don't saying. know if anyone's ever worked with everyone, right? Not around here, at least. I don't know. Do you agree with Travis? I think I wouldn't mind seeing some change-ups. Oh wow! But I also know that producer Lindsay's a tough, a tough, tough candidate to take down. What is uh, producer Emily putting up against Radio Tinder? Well, she's is it got, Ashley? She's got Factor Cap. 
Okay. She's got rabbit hole. Rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Rabbit that sounds good. new. Rabbit hole is good. No, that's, rabbit, rabbit hole. That's fresh good. for twenty four. I like oh, rabbit hole. See, wait a second. See, rabbit go, hole could take down, down Tinder. Wait, no, no. <laughs> we go down a rabbit hole every day on the show. We don't need to name a segment. Oh, after, well, that you is know? true. Also, we do. The show should be show. called Rabbit right, Hole. Right. Exactly. That's our whole show. All right. Go ahead. All right. So, if you've ever wondered what it's like to live on Mars, now. You could try out life on the Red Planet in a simulation run by NASA because NASA is looking for participants to live on a fake Mars for a full year to help them prepare for human exploration of the planet. So there's going to be three missions and each one will have four volunteers living in a 1700 square foot Mars simulation. The simulation is called Mars Dune Alpha. And it'll have limited resources. Volunteers in the simulation will go on spacewalks and have to work to maintain the habitat, grow crops, and work with robotics. So basically you're Matt Damon in that movie. Exactly, but right. but Which it's movie? fake Mars. The movie he did on Mars or whatever? Yeah. Well, what was that called again? The uh, Matt Damon movie where remember. he was on it Mars. It might actually have Mars in the name. I don't know. So yeah, this is like a the simulation. Matt Damon, by the way, in Oppenheimer. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot of was really famous people game? in that movie that I didn't the... even realize. Like, they just kept popping up. Um... So yeah, to qualify, you must be a motivated U.S. citizen or permanent resident between the ages of 30 and 55. The Martian. The Martian, oh, there you got go. got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you guys ever volunteer to do something like this? Swipe left or swipe no, right? No, left, I'm out. Get out of here. Get, I mean, I don't do, I'm not doing Survivor. I'm not, I'm not doing Survivor here on the Earth, let alone on Mars. But it's, it's a fake Mars. I don't care. Simulation. Even in a simulation. I know, it's for the good of humanity. I, even worse, I'm doing, I'm doing the, the Survivor on Earth while on Mars. No, no thank you. I'm out. I have a couple questions. Um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you, because I'm a motivated American. No, you don't get paid for it. Oh, well, then forget it. I'm out. Yeah, there you go. I'm out. <laughs> that was my first question. This is basically, you know what? What You know the evolution of Radio Tinder? Shouldn't be left or right. Oh, forget it. New segment we're going to do. We'll do another new segment, too. If they got rabbit hole, we're going to do a Shark Tank segment. I'm in, I'm out. Yeah, how about paid or not paid? Or, hey, listen, dueling Harlans is going to destroy everybody, <laughs> just by the way. By the way, that could be true. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. You can so, do it real quick. So wait. So so I just want to say this. So there's no payment for this. You have to volunteer. There's no payment for this process. Here's well, Mars. I read, I read, Looks like a red planet. I, Looks like a low snap right there. Damon grew potatoes on Mars in the movie The Martian. There is a crop that is being grown right now, and it it's waist high. And yeah, I mean, do you know that he grew it with his poop on the planet? <laughs> <laughs> I told you before. I want to. I want us to, to do a sweep. Now, so I say us. I oh, mean this show. You mean like just everything? Yeah. We take show it all. Of the year, oh host of the year, personality of the year. Almost did man last of the year. Didn't man he? of the people. Well, does Beto count for us? Because no, I, I no. Beto's the man of the year. No. He is. I mean, he's more than you and me. That's for sure. I don't think so. Oh, just because you wanted that one time, yeah, right? <laughs> well, that was year one when Cappy won everything. You were the man of the, you were the man of the of the people then. Yeah. I don't feel like are you now still man, the man of the people? Host of the, no of the year. Host of the year. Man of the people? Really? I don't know. You you've gotten a little more bougie. Really? I'm, I'm more bougie? Yeah. Maybe you know why? WWJD. Oh right. What would George do? Yeah. We're right. also gonna have best smile this year. Best smile. Really? Thanks to our friends at Children's uh, Fun oh, Zone. Oh, yes. Thank oh, really? you to our friends at Children's Dental Fun Zone. <laughs> I think Sedano's going to win, though. No, like. Cappy. I like Cappy's smile. <laughs> Thank you. I like a Cappy smile. <laughs> I think I got a better smile than Cappy. I like DeAndre. Oh, no, DeAndre. Yes, can you nominate DeAndre? He's got perfect teeth. Yeah. Perfect yeah. teeth. Yeah, DeAndre's got a good smile. Yeah, nice. Nice, DeAndre. Well, yeah. we got to get you an When award. you get kids, you go to Children's Dental Fun Zone. And we also we also have... Well, he is a kid. He could go to the no, children. No, but he has his own children. <laughs> he, he is kind of still a child. No, don't have them anytime soon. You know, no, if you don't want to. You can tell he's having them soon. Yeah, I saw Valentine's Day pictures with his lady. Yeah. Yeah, they were practicing that night. Yeah. All right, next, Linz. What? Okay, so uh, dozens of thong-wearing protesters bared their bums on Australia's Gold Coast as they showed their opposition to calls for a ban on G-string bikini bottoms. What? That's yes. an outrage. The demonstration, which was named Free the Peach, was led by locals who wore their skimpiest swimwear as they fought for their right to wear what they want on the beach. Wait, are they not allowed to wear them? Well, so this is what happened. They're rallying against remarks made by an outspoken politician who's trying to drum up interest on a ban of thongs because he said that women and girls who wear G-strings are cheapening themselves. Oh, really? Oh, this is, like, this is ridiculous. This is kind of like, remember that, that mayor in Downey or that politician in Downey that was all upset about Ojos Locos, the restaurant? Oh, right. And the girls, it was basically like, the, it was like a Hooters. Hooters. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Like, dude, get, get over yourself. Come on. All right, so go ahead. 
So I was going to ask if you guys think that women should be allowed to wear thongs on whatever the, beach. the hell the women want to wear, whatever they want to wear, as long as it's legal in whatever city or state or whatever country we're talking about, let them wear it. It shouldn't be illegal anywhere. Do you remember last year when there was like that woman, that Karen, who went off on TikTok because she was like, "I can't believe that woman is wearing that at like a public water park. My children saw her butt cheeks." And so it's what, like, dude? who cares? Is it They're that just big butt of a deal? If you have kids, I, I this puritanical thing we've got going on here is absurd. We literally have the most violent stuff going on on television on our video games in real life yeah. and we've got like all sorts of ability to get uh, nudity everywhere all over the internet but you're gonna you're, like your kid can't find that right or on TikTok but you're gonna be upset because of Ojos Locos or wherever the beach or whatever get out of here but there are some women who wear these G-strings or thongs or whatever and they just look phenomenal Right. Thank you. Okay. And then there are, so, yeah, and then all the more power to others, them. There are some others that are like, girl, you got some confidence to be wearing that. So? You know what I'm saying? So what? So I'm If they saying, think they look good, then let them so wear So what? That's all a matter let of opinion. Let them wear whatever they want to wear, dog. see that, man. That's Nobody subjective. complains about what you dress well, like. No, they do, actually. In yeah, fact, from do. India. They yeah. were like, you Well, you weren't ass. dressed. You know, they're like, look at you, you disgusting slob. Okay. But you know him. Yeah, but not that well for him to call me a disgusting slob. Yeah, although one of our members of the Circle of Trust, Jasmeet, uh, who's Indian, says that's, uh, you know, he, he with a cr- lying, laughing, crying emoji. He, he started saying, well, that's very common, I guess. It does sound like he's Indian. <laughs> so he can te- attest to that as someone who's Indian, he says. All I know is this. I got three daughters. So basically, daughters. Indian people are no different than the rest of us uh, that'll call you fat. I guess so. You know? I got three daughters, and sometimes I come home during the summer, and they're all out sunbathing. And I'm like, girls, can you cover up a little bit? Because asses are everywhere. It's like they're at home, though. Why should they have to cover up at home? <laughs> asses are what, everywhere. Because yeah, the they're all wearing these little teeny tiny yeah, things. Yeah, and you they're know? in the comfort of their own yard, even if they were out at the pool, wherever they were. Who cares? I know, but it's like, well, I'm, you're, your, I'm your dad. Hey, by the way, that. I recently listened to this podcast, and it was some weird true crime thing where it's somewhere in there they talked about back in like the 30s and 40s, people took swim, swim classes and in public pools, people all swim, swam nude. Like that was a thing hmm. back then. So why why have we gone this, you know what I mean? Like, why are we going back the other way? I don't remember that, those days. Well, you were probably too young. Swimming naked. But that was the thing. People, would, like, swam. They, Do they know? have nude beaches here? They have them where we grew Cap- up in yep. South Florida. I have, I have a nude beach down by Cap- yeah. South, South L.A. Cap- there you go. One all the time. Cap- we should go sometime. I, I go. I take walks on the beach, and then I just look at people. <laughs> That is Radio Tinder, <laughs> brought to you each and every day by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila oh, Mandala. Interesting-looking people Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. <laughs> Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Coming up next, Cappy, the college football playoff has mm. approved a new model. Okay. And the Pac-12, man, they really screwed this up. We'll get to why in just a second. Ten minutes in front of six o'clock. Oh, Smokey! On a live imaging Tuesday on Shinano and Cap. Sing it, Smokey! Happy Chinooka. Happy Chinooka. <laughs> I have no idea what Chinooka is. Smokey yesterday on February 19th turned 83. Still looks as good as ever. We saw him in the Greatest Night in Pop documentary on Netflix. Love that documentary. George, you ever go see that doc? I still haven't seen it. You don't enough. have to go see it. You just turn it on in your house. Well, but you have to yeah. go somewhere to see it. Your house. You have to go there, don't you? That is fair. <laughs> do, do, do. I did miss you, but you, you annoy me a lot faster than... And people would say the same thing about me, that I annoy people a lot quicker than I used to. Meanwhile, you're working on something great with our friends at Subaru. Oh, I am, big time. I am, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, Subaru, they do a lot for the community. And uh, right now, here at ESPN LA, we're partnering with our friends at Subaru for the Subaru Loves Pets Initiative, and Subaru is working with rescues in the community like Best Friends Animal Society. Subaru and Best Friends are proud to highlight our pet of the week. Are you ready for our pet of the week? Yes. Magnus is our pet of the week. He's an eight-year-old cattle-dog mix, Hmm. and I would recommend that you visit bestfriends.org for more information. See that, Georgie? Bestfriends.org. I love it, Kepi. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that is nice. We have a big event coming up with uh, Subaru and Best Friends. On March 9th, right? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's a Saturday morning. It's gonna be great. Maybe we get somebody out there to adopt you. Get us off your get you off our hands. Um. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. I could see that. Um. Hmm. I don't know. By the way, also happy birthday today. To who? We lost him in 2022. Who's that? One of the greatest actors to ever live, the great Sidney Poitier. Oh, who did, of course, in the heat of the night. Yeah. Guess who's coming to dinner to serve with love? But in the heat of the night's my favorite. Mm -hmm. In the heat of the night. 
And yes, for the younger people. Carol O'Connor. That was a TV show, but this was the movie yeah. that was uh, different. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, so, Cappy. Sir. College football playoff. Yeah, tell me. Has devised their plan. So their plan, Lindsay, correct me if I'm wrong here. It's a five plus seven. So yep. there, there's five automatic bids, right? And then seven at large. Mm-hmm. But of those five uh, automatic bids, four clinch a buy in that scenario. Okay? So you get five automatic bids, which means five teams have home field advantage for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then four of those have actual buys. So only one of them is actually going to play in the first round. So, they'll, okay. They're going to rank them one through five. Okay, and then And then the top five. four get buys, and then number five is going to play the, the 12, basically. Okay, five, yeah. 12. Right. Okay, got it, got it, yeah, got it. Yeah. So is there a determination yet as to how the first five are picked? Is it like just purely the the uh, polls? So it'll be the college football playoff. Yeah. They do their voting every right. week, so the, every so, Tuesday. So this past year, for example, right. like Florida State would have been part of the five. They would have been part of the four. Oh, no, five. You're right. Five, five, five. They would have hosted a first-round game. Right. They Correct. Got, they they would have been an automatic bid. So, the, so there's also no reseeding. So if you get like an upset in the first round, that's just the way it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so... For example, there will be, and this is how the Pac-12 screwed this up in a big, big way. Because if you have five automatic bids, mm-hmm. you had a power five. Right, but my question is... is no, it, but, you know, Washington State and Oregon State are not going to get No, it. no, no, that's not my question. My yeah. question would be this. Is it the winner of the SEC, the ACC, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the Big 12? Well, not the, not the Pac-12 anymore. But, but theoretically, is it, it conference it, champions? Correct. Plus the highest ranking group of five champion now. Okay, so just one more time. Yeah. If you're Alabama and you win the SEC... You got automatic and you got to buy. You're in. If you're Georgia and you are 12-1... and one, But you lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game. You're probably going to get in, but you're not going to get into the front four. The right. First, you okay. could... You could be... Maybe even be five, potentially. You could potentially host, even. But again, just to make sure I'm clear, the Big Ten... The Big Ten, the Pac... Uh, no, I'm sorry. The, the Big, Big Ten, 12, the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC... Those four conference champions... Are in. Are all in. Right. Then of the fifth is... Is the highest rank, ranking team of the group of five in the poll. But I just want to make sure I'm clear on one thing, because remembering back to this past year and the mess that it was, and everybody was saying, well, you know, Florida State should be in. They did everything everybody asked them to do, but they lost their quarterback, and so now they don't have they a superstar. They still would have been in. Right, but they were the champion of the ACC. So they would be in the top four no matter what. Okay, but I'm just going back to this past year. Um, who were the top four? Can anybody come up with it right now? I can now? look it up if you because, give me a second. Well, only because I'm wondering, is it truly the now, four I, conference you, champions? Are you yeah. saying like the, going into the final poll? Yeah, the fi- when, when they were making the college football playoff and they were trying to decide who were the four teams that were going to play in the college football playoff, mm-hmm. you knew that you had Washington who had won the Pac-12, you had Michigan who had won the Big Ten, you had Alabama who had just beaten Georgia, and who might so here, here's what you had. Here's what you had. Texas, very you good. You had Michigan, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama, Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma was the top 12. Okay. So the thing is, is this, though. It just so happens that this past year, it was SEC, Big Ten, uh, Big 12, and Pac-12. Right. Those four teams were all in the college football playoff. Those four conferences were represented. Correct. And then Florida State, the winner of the, the ACC. ACC, was left out. Correct. And Georgia, who'd been undefeated in a two-time they national lost champion, one game. Right. They and they they just absolutely ate Florida State for lunch. Right. Uh, in the Orange Bowl. Right. But it, were they lucky this year that the four teams that made it in to the college football playoff were the four conference champions that will now going forward? Be well, they weren't lucky because ACC will be one of them going forward, right? But it's only because the Pac 12 will not exist anymore, right? But it would have been fu- so. The only difference would have been if the Pac 12 was still around, worst case scenario, you're still an automatic qualifier, though. The winner of the if the Pac 12 would have stayed intact, okay? If none, none of these teams leave USC, UCLA, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they would have had an automatic bid. So hypothetically, though, we get to the end they of the season. They just may or may not have been in the top four, okay, depending but, on the scenario. But Washington was. They were number two going into the whole thing. But what if what if you had the final poll go like this? I'm just making this up. Mm-hmm. Alabama, mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. Um, LSU, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, pick, pick out uh, Texas. Okay? Now you have two teams in the same conference. 
It, so it's not so based that means, on the poll. That it's, means that the best, the second, LSU in this in this scenario, because you have Alabama one and right. LSU three. Yep. LSU could only no could not finish any higher than five in this scenario. Oh no, not even. Um, they could no finish no higher than. Probably six. six. Yeah. Yeah, six. So just to be clear. But Notre Dame is the interesting one here because they are they have no conference affiliation yeah. other than this weird deal they have with the ACC where they right. play like four games a year. Right. So Notre Dame can never, can never get a bye based on their current setup right now because they are not in a conference. The highest they can get is five. So they could host a first round game at Notre Dame. So so this was where I was just slightly confused and needed a little clarification. I'm just reading it right now on yeah. ESPN.com. Um it will. It says in most years, the five plus seven format will assure the conference champions from the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and the ACC a spot in the playoff, along with the highest ranked group of five conference champion. But it, it, it doesn't necessarily guarantee. Apparently, um, so I guess what I'm I'm getting at is is that we think of SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and ACC as the top. Well, four Well, because conferences. It, it's been very rare, Cappy, in the college football playoff era. That the conference champion did not get in to the top four or five. Well, here's what it says. It says yes. that there is a chance. Like Pitt, the 2021, yep. Cincinnati leapfrog Pitt, your team, where yep. they won the AC championship, but they had three losses. Right, right. Um, but listen to this paragraph. Um, there is a chance that a champion from one of the power four conferences finishes ranked below right. the top champion from... The American Athletic Conference, One of the Conference group of five. USA, yeah. Mountain West, Sun Belt, or Mid American Conference. So that would be pretty hard to believe, right? That you know, like Middle Tennessee, C- State Cincinnati is, is the example. Right. So Pitt would have been in the top five right, that year. in that year of twenty twenty one, the year Cincinnati played Alabama. Yep. Okay, in the first round, Cincinnati would have been in the top four and had a bye. Pitt, as the lowest uh, of the champions, of the conference champions, would have been number five. Mm-hmm. That would have been the worst that they would have been. Yeah. So a 9-3 and three Pitt team would have a, would host a first-round game at Pitt. You would have asked EJ Borghetti, their SID, for great seats and a suite and like field passes. Eight, eight field passes. Right, and all that stuff. Right, had right. they been in, in the college football playoffs. Just yes. reading this one, too. Uh, yeah. The meeting today also uh, is an opportunity for Washington State and Oregon State to request continued Power 5 revenue and voting rights in the new college football playoff contract. Excuse me. Hello, Washington State and Oregon State. The entire Pac-12 conference yeah. disbanded around you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Left you for dead. Yeah. Now you're a Mountain West conference school, you know, essentially, yeah. and you guys still think you deserve to have some sort of rights? They want the revenue money. Guys, yeah. of course you want the revenue yeah. money, but you weren't invited to go anywhere. Yeah. Nobody wants you. Yeah, it's tough. But the Pac-12 really screwed this up. In like, a big way. I mean, they fired George Klyovkov. That guy's gone. The commissioner, he's out. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you mean, be a commissioner of two teams? Get out of here. See ya. Don't I'll let t- the door hit your air bleep on the way out. I'll tell you this. Here's a prediction for you. Go. Ready for this? Here's prediction radio. Prediction you want to mark the tape? Mark this tape. Mark the tape. Mark, mark this tape. Mark this tape. Today is 2024. Yeah. By 2029. Yeah. In five years. Yeah. The Pac-12 will regroup. Five years. Well, you know why I think you're right? I'll tell you on the other side next.